0: Anonymous asks, how do I get my 15 year old daughter to stop sending naked pictures of herself to boys? So, first, I have some side comments before addressing the main issue. I don't think this is a real question, meaning, I don't think that this is a parent with a 15 year old daughter who is asking this. I don't think that this is a person who's actually in this situation. I think if it was an actual parent with this problem, they would talk about it in a different way. They'd be more concerned or emotional or something about this child porn problem. Like, this is they're literally talking about child porn. Which is not how people normally think about this problem. But if it's a minor and it's naked pictures, then that is child pornography. And people do take this as, like, a serious thing. They're not so casual about it. The other possibility, though, well, there's more than one, but one is that it's a hypothetical. Um, So the real problem is that their son smokes cigarettes or hangs out with goth kids or something else that they don't want their kid to do. Their five-year-old likes Hot Wheels. How do they get him to stop liking Hot Wheels? Like It could be a hypothetical version of any problem of the form, my kid does something I don't like, how do I get him to do things I like instead? Which is a bad question, which we'll get to later. Anyways, if this is a hypothetical for some other question, it is poorly designed. It's a bad hypothetical. Because the the child porn aspect is distracting. Like if it's actually about some mundane issue, you shouldn't switch it hypothetically to something that gets people emotional and gets strong reactions, because that's going to take away from your actual issue. The other possibility I had in mind is that this person is a rationalist. Um, I think they might be either way, whether it's real or not. But so rationalists like divorce theory and reality. And this person is talking about a like emotional subject in a sort of casual way like it's not important, like they're just, like it's any other subject. They're like, I'm so unbiased and unemotional that I talk about child porn like it's anything. Which is not necessarily a bad thing to do, but it looks like potential rationalism. So, I think it might be a rationalist question from a person who is not in this situation. However, if they are in this situation and they're a rationalist, they might also ask the question like this because they're trying to talk in an impersonal way where they have no stake in the matter in order to be like unbiased and rational. Like if they're the type of person who separates their actual practical life from theory, then it could be a real question, but then they're trying to talk about it in a theory only way because they think that's what's rational. Another possible thing with this question is they might be trying to stir the pot, trying to create a controversy, trying to annoy me, trying to trick me into saying something socially unacceptable by bringing up a hot-button issue where people get really easily triggered. Okay, now I'm going to talk about the general issue. My child does X. How do I get my child to stop doing X? That is a bad question it is not truth-seeking it is not considering the issue as my child and i disagree about whether x is good or not how do we truth seek about whether x is good or not and come to an agreement where we understand the issue better and now we've converged on having the same answer to the issue due to one or more of us learning things they're not looking for a common preference they're not looking for learning they're not considering that they might be mistaken they are assuming from the outset, they know what the right answer is, their kid is wrong, how do they get their kid to do what the parent wants? This is the kind of problem you have when you're an authoritarian parent, like just a standard one, but then you learn a little bit about TCS, and you think you're supposed to be like nice to kids and not give them orders, and you're like, okay, so normally in this situation I would just give my kid an order, but you guys said no orders, that kids are not slaves, and I can't just order them around like a tyrant. So how do I get the exact same result as if I was a tyrant, but without being tyrannical? That is what this kind of question usually means when it's asked of someone like me who is associated with TCS, taking children seriously, which is anti-slavery, anti-tyranny, anti-parental authority as just like the parent is in charge no matter what, rather than you know reason is in charge. Let's try to figure out what's rational and try to find the truth and try to... Find solutions that everyone is okay with instead of having winners and losers. Those are some of the things TCS is in favor of. So it doesn't let you just order your kid around to get what you want. You're supposed to actually consider, like, are you right? Or maybe your kid has a point. Maybe they're doing it for a reason. Okay, so another thing is if you want your kid to stop doing a certain thing, uh, one thing you should consider is replacements. Like, why are they doing it? What are they getting out of it? Is there a better way for them to get that value? Like a trivial example, would be your kid is playing a stupid game like Candy Crush because he's bored and wants to do something fun. So in this example... Your kid would stop playing Candy Crush if he had a better source of fun, like a better game. So you could offer him alternative games, and then you might find one he likes more than Candy Crush that you also respect more than Candy Crush. So then it could be better in your opinion because he's playing a game with that has more thought involved. And it could be better in his opinion for whatever reason. There's a lot of reasons people would prefer other games. So maybe you need to get him a Switch and get him Mario Odyssey or Zelda Breath of the Wild, and he'll be like, oh my god, this is so much better than Candy Crush. Why didn't you buy me this earlier? and then you'll both be happier than when he was playing Candy Crush. Uh, It is not so easy to apply that type of solution to the original question. There are things that could conceivably work, like, so why is she sending naked pictures to boys? Uh, She wants to do dating, she wants to get attention from boys, she wants to be attractive, she wants feedback on her appearance, stuff like that. So, there are various alternatives that satisfy some of these things for example she could go on hot or not which is a website where you can upload your picture and then people can like rate you for how hot you are and then you can get feedback on your appearance and you can get like praise if you're doing well that would that overlaps somewhat with the activity she's doing you can see how it would be a partial replacement for some of what she wants she probably wants feedback from her peer group IRL, which is you know, not provided by that website. So there's problems with it, but it has some, some aspect of a solution. Um, she might like to understand dating and social dynamics better so she can be more successful in dealing with boys. So she might like to read the book uh, How to Make Girls Chase by Chase Amante, which is male-oriented, but it like it explains things from a male perspective. But that's useful for a female to understand both how social dynamics work,, um, what men are trying to do, like what works and doesn't work for men. Like you can derive a lot of stuff about how females are from that. and it talks a lot about how females are, like explaining this is what you know works on women, this is how they're like, and why, et cetera. So you can a female can learn about herself. Like if you're a conventional female, and you read that kind of dating advice that explains the psychology of females to men. You can find out about yourself, and you can find out about uh, certain ways to change, so you could be less exploited, influenced, persuaded, whatever, by the men, or more likable to them or whatever else. A lot of 15-year-old daughters who are sexting would not like to read that book. You know, it depends on the type of person. That's You'd have to be, like, the intellectual type to like that book. So if you're trying to help your daughter have a better life you have to think about all right what are her values what are her interests what are her resources what's she good at what's she bad at etc and then you can try to find suggestions that are like plausible for her that actually somewhat fit who she already is but they're a little bit different so they're like close to what she already knows and then she might be like oh that sounds like a good idea i'll try that because it's not too different than stuff she would already do Um, It's not, like, inaccessible and confusing, but it has some difference, some possibility of improvement. Another rather separate aspect of this is you could teach her a few things about cybersecurity and how possible it is that those naked pictures will become public because that's that's a real issue that a lot of teens are not, like, fully taking into account. Like, they don't realize how many security holes there are in software and how careless the boys they send pictures to are with saving those pictures or sharing them with friends on purpose. Like, it can be a security issue where pictures get stolen or something. But it can also just be, like, carelessly sending it to friends who send it to friends who send it to friends, and then someone's like, oh, I'm going to post this. Or Um, There's also, like, revenge porn websites. So, like, if you're sending pics to a boy and you're friendly with him, and then later you have a breakup or you piss him off you insult him in public you know something bad happens and now he's mad at you then he might upload your picture on purpose Um, and you have to know that even if the boy says he's deleting the pictures he might not Um, and even if you're using snapchat which auto deletes pictures after a time limit um, there are still ways for the boy to save the pictures from snapchat without it even notifying you that he took a screenshot. Because the app allows screenshots so he can just save the pictures and there's always the risk he'll do that. But if you use like a normal screenshot in Snapchat, it tells you, but there are other methods of getting the pictures that do not notify the person. That is a possible thing someone can do. So you have to be aware of like risks like that if you're gonna send pictures. Like maybe one of the things you could do is show people the pictures but they're only on your phone so like the other person never has them on his phone of course that's awkward because then you're in person with the the boy although you could you could loan him your phone and he could go in the other room and look at the pictures and then come back and give you your phone back um i mean conceivably he could like text the pictures to himself while he's in the other room or something but like that might work it's awkward, it's socially awkward, like it has various social downsides, but like from a technological perspective, you know there are advantages to that. Like if you do it somewhere with no Wi-Fi, and you like turn off your cellular connection and stuff, you could add some safety to it. This is getting a little silly, but it's showing that there are a lot of aspects of this and you can think them through, and if you do that like a lot, like you think of many aspects and you actually uh, are careful to analyze the issues, you know, some of it may end up helpful in some ways, some of it may turn out relevant. It depends on the actual situation, which you have like no details about. But doing a bunch of brainstorming about relevant stuff, potentially relevant stuff, stuff that might be relevant in a different culture, etc. Um, it's it's a good way to approach problems or scenarios or whatever. Like if you actually care about this, you should think about like ten times more different things related to it than I just did. That's there's a lot of variety of ideas you could have that have something to do with the problem and might potentially help in some variation of the scenario. Like there's some version of this scenario, which is compatible with the question asked because it's, it's vague, it's compatible with a lot of scenarios. And there's some version where, you know, each of the things I just said might actually be helpful, even if it wouldn't be helpful in most scenarios in our current culture. So yeah, stop being a tyrant who thinks your place is to order your kid around and start actually trying to understand the issues and think things through. That would be better. And if you want your daughter to change, you have to persuade her. You have to offer her alternatives that she thinks are superior. Or you can just be like a slaver. Your choice. One of the common objections people have to that is basically my kid won't listen. Like I have these very rational great ideas that would be really helpful, but my kid won't listen. And it's like, okay, if your ideas are so great, why won't your kid listen? And the common excuse is, well, in the past, you know, I alienated my kid and now they don't like me. But now I have these great ideas. I I read some of your essays and became a nice parent, but my kid doesn't know it yet. So they're ignoring me and it's impossible to do this persuasion thing because of the past alienation and now my kid won't listen even when i'm persuasive and rational and nice and whatever so if you're in that kind of scenario if you're in that kind of scenario don't try to micromanage your kid's life Um, pick a limited number of areas where your kid actually wants help and uh, try to establish a track record of being actually helpful from your kid's perspective. And also tell them that you're trying to be different than you were before. Like, don't make big promises about how different you're going to be. Don't say everything's changed all of a sudden. Just say you found some new ideas and you're trying to be a little different. And so it's not just like, you know, confusing or totally unexpected for your kid. And then, you know, if you've announced that you're trying to make some changes and then you actually helpful to your kid a few times you can say you know you think the changes are working well and you're going to try to make a few more changes and you know you can work your way up and if you're doing that do not start with an area where your daughter does not want your help does not want your intervention wants to be left alone wants to do her thing with you having no involvement you know start start with areas where she's open to suggestions not areas where she doesn't even want you to like ever talk about it to her like that's not some the naked pictures thing is not something she wants to discuss with her parent i'm betting like i think she wants to be left alone and wants you to stay out of it so start with something where it's way easier to have a positive interaction and start with things where basically start with things of your daughter's choice If you're going to try to build up a track record of actually being helpful instead of being a tyrant, Um, let her pick the areas where she's open to considering help instead of you're, you're picking one of the ones where she like, especially probably does not want you involved.